the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kate Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hansen. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Uh, some of the great voices that you've heard over the last century almost, <laughs> I mean, uh, at least half century. Uh, most of, m- many of those people, I, I don't know who goes back the farthest. I guess uh, a couple of the NBC people who uh, worked here maybe uh, go back beyond 50 years. Uh, WPTF is approaching its 100th anniversary in 2024. <laughs> So uh, that's a uh, that's pretty big deal. And I've been here about half that time. <laughs> okay. About, yeah. Yeah, I'm approaching 47 years, and uh, uh, the station is, is uh, but been here about half longer than that. I mean, uh, twice as long as that, I mean. So, uh, amazing. really is. 919-860-9783. We're at State Farmers Market in Raleigh with a WPTF Weekend Gardener. And uh, 
amazing to all the people. Hey, it's I think it stopped raining. I think it has. It looks like it has. Rufus, have you already eaten that biscuit? I'm, I'm saving some of that. Biscuit. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, people really jumped on it. Uh, I was I was going to tell you not to eat on the air, but go ahead. <laughs> it's it's okay. Perfect timing. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, I, I've smoked before on the air my cigars. Yeah. By the way, we heard from Joe the Bowser. He has sent pictures here of of the Yule Tide. Look at that! How about Absolutely, that? up in the D.C. area. And here, here's uh, Nelson. will have to identify that one. Uh, Ken Jero. Golly, how do you do that? So, so he's just got all kinds of things blooming. It, it's amazing. Did you take Did you take the uh, nurseryman's exam? Yeah, identification exam. Hundred years ago, <laughs> yes. was that something you had to do to graduate, or? Well, I did take two plan ID classes, but basically, um, if you just learn kind of the the structure, the different genuses of plants, um, even if you've if you go to another country or something, you're 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 pretty well equipped to be able to say, "Gosh, you know, I've never seen that plant. I'm not sure what it is, but I know it's in the oak family, or I know it's in whatever family." Yeah, uh, or genus. So that, that's that's fun. Still, to be able to identify all the camellias that are out there to identify, but I, you know, you deal with them every day. So. True, true. Yep. So that is uh, the easy repetition. It is, it is the easy part of my job. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> would say identification is, is probably pretty ones right there. Yeah, I love uh, I love the Yule tide. Uh, Ooh, look not at only those beautiful flowers. Are those for me? <laughs> <laughs> Some dahlias. You see those dahlias? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were talking about dahlias early in the show this morning. Beautiful. And, uh, you can buy cut flowers here at the State Farmer's Market. Have, have you ever, you, you would have to have a really big field in order to make a business out of that, big field of flowers, which uh, yeah, is an I industry. Mean, yeah, but I mean, and I think, you know, depending on you know what kind of volume you're trying to do you you would be so surprised what you could do in an acre yeah. and the way that you can turn them over so quickly so yeah so i i don't i don't know where where all of these flowers come from but that they have the cut flowers i know we might here. have to ask monica if um monica where do they uh, i don't mean to disturb your eating over there i mean so yeah, I just, so the folks that have the um cut flowers uh, businesses, uh, do they grow some of them? What are the rules, or do they? Um... Yeah, I know that's that's become since we lost uh, a lot of the tobacco industry. That was one of the things mm-hmm. that I know a lot of people are growing flowers, or they were at one time. Mm-hmm. We do. We have a lot of cut flower growers that come out. Um, and you just saw the bouquet walk by with all those beautiful dahlias. Beautiful. I was down there. If you get a chance, just walk down there and admire them. I was down there taking some pictures and stuff of them yesterday, and I was like, these would just make, like, a beautiful um, picture to just hang in your house or something. They're just gorgeous. And um, some, that you know, they do them for weddings, and they do different bouquets. If you place the order, they'll fix, you know, arrangements any way you want them. Um, They do a wonderful job growing those flowers. And um, we have some beautiful sunflowers down there. just a great selection. Um, something I always, you know, like to tick, pick with Rufus is get them out of the doghouse a little bit, go down there and get one of those bouquets of flowers. Yeah, how many times you know? she's <laughs> been uh, and it's been close in the doghouse, so. Rufus? Uh, <laughs> any estimate? 
I, uh, I don't know how far in the doghouse I am. <laughs> Oh, but me. you've been in there a few times. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. Ward, what kind of pumpkins do you grow? Hey, we got, uh, you're from Sparta, right? I'm from Sparta, North Carolina. Uh, Ward. Howell. Howell. And we're with Howell Brothers Farms. Yeah. How long have y'all been in operation up in Sparta? Let's see, my dad started the farm in 1974. Yeah. So and that's the a, Nixon administration. That's a big, if you go up to, uh, yeah. That's been a while back. Yeah. <laughs> we, when you go up to Sparta in August, for instance, you'll see fields and fields of pumpkins. Absolutely. It's the number one. Allegheny County is the number one producing yeah. county in North Carolina. Now, my wife's uh, first cousin and her husband live there. He's a native, and she's a do- was a doctor. She's retired. Beth Smith and Tom Smith. Absolutely. He was commissioner. Tom is county commissioner. That's right. He, uh, two of the finest people in the world. They are. And, and two of my favorites uh, live up there. It's what a beautiful area. It's just beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So Christmas you, trees and pumpkins are the major industry. You grow Christmas so. trees we too. We grow Christmas trees too. We will be right oh. back here in the fall. So we uh, don't grow any boxwoods. We don't. We don't. A lot in that area. There are some boxwoods. Yeah. Is that is? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't boxwood think trees. about that. Is that because of the the uh, drainage or you know it grow them on the side of a hill? <laughs> <laughs> Ever, evergreens, uh, evergreens of all kinds just do that, do well. You know, Ward wasn't limping a bit. Most people up in the mountains have only, you know, one leg is longer than the other. Well, That's I know right. about that. Ward, I'm from Boone. That's right. Watauga County. That's right. Now, I'm not going to say Boone. I'm from outside Boone and yep. in Perkinsville. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a holler. Was that? Well, uh, well that's my mother. That Parkins holler or something? Yeah. There's, like there's possum holler. Yeah. There's hoot holler. And uh, and your mother's last name is Holler. Is she related to the Holler and Green? The big produce? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holler and Green. Holler and Green. Yeah. Holler, yes, sir. Really. Yeah, yeah. Big produce. She certainly yeah. is. Gosh. So what is the uh, state of the Christmas tree situation right now? Christmas tree inventories are very tight this year. It's going to be a very tight year on inventories. Oregon had a lot of uh, burning in a lot of their Christmas tree uh, oh, yards wow, and that things makes that they had worse. up there. So I, I've been getting calls from Florida, Massachusetts, Maine, Oregon, all sorts of different places to, to get Christmas trees. Yeah. And back around the recession, you, the farmers up in North Carolina uh, didn't grow as many. That's correct. In 2008, a lot of people just so simply you, kind of quit yeah. for a while, and, and it's causing a little shortage right, right. now. So you got a lot of small Christmas trees. A lot of right small there. Christmas trees. Going to be a lot of five-foot Christmas trees out there. Okay, well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll still have plenty of six, seven, eight, nine here for the market, but it's going to be uh, some, some people will and some people will not this year. So uh, how many acres of, of pumpkins do you have? We grow year? 370 acres of pumpkins. Good Lord. Yeah. Woo! That seems like a lot. It's a lot of pumpkins. That's so do you, no, that's right. do you do you ship a lot out to other we states? We do. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, I think last night they had two trucks in Texas, one in Alabama, and one in West Virginia. So. Now, do y'all uh, at at your farm in, in Sparta? Do y'all have uh, displays or or anything else that goes on there besides? We that, don't. I mean, we don't try to sell the pumpkins uh, retail in Sparta because okay. there's so many people that's got pumpkins. Tell you, most everybody knows a neighbor yeah. or friend that's just going to probably hook them up with a free pumpkin up there. So, <laughs> so there's not a lot. We've got one uh, vendor there, Hawks Produce, up there that sells pumpkins, and I, I don't know how they do on them, but I would say it would be very hard to sell a Christmas tree or pumpkin in Sparta. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I, 
Well, that, that, how, how do how does one maintain a pumpkin through uh, you know several weeks of the this season, the hot, the Halloween season? Yeah, the Halloween season. Well, it's been particularly hot down here. Yeah. Uh, I know you guys have had, uh, but but to cool off as of the last couple of weeks, more so than than you had a couple of weeks ago. Right. But keeping them out of that direct sunlight is the best thing you can do for them. If you can give them a little shade, put them on the porch, whatever, that will help a lot in preserving that pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, a little treatment with Clorox uh, bleach on the outside wouldn't hurt it a bit either if you just want to wipe them down with some kind I of I had never heard of, of that of before. Bleach. Clorox or any bleach will do yeah. this. And I've also heard, heard using vinegar. Um, well, you can use vinegar for anything. Yeah, instead it of Clorox like, or whatever, yeah. a little bit more wildlife-friendly, I guess you could say. Um, but I've seen that that's also helpful to, to do the vinegar as well. That's right. Any type of antifungal. We put, um, I mean, there's sprays that they put on them when they harvest them to make sure that they are are ready to go so, that, uh, so that what is the peak season for uh for growing is it is it august is it is that when we, they we mature in, the yeah we plant in may and they're usually ready by mid-september so yeah it's 120 days 90 days it just depends on your seed variety are they hard to grow they are hard to grow yeah pumpkins are kind of like christmas trees you know fraser fir won't grow here yeah and uh and pumpkins they grow some here but not as great here you can't get the bigger sizes most of the time here the uh, extra large pumpkins just not be your biggest test problem Boar worms. Um, probably the worst one is the. Uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think. The fungus that gets on them. The, uh, yeah, just powdery the, mildew. The mold, powdery mildew. Yeah, that's it. That just left my mind there, Monica. Thank you. Yeah, powdery mildew is probably the biggest thing that hurts them. But the but the boar worms, the cucumber, beet, all that stuff can be a problem there. So, Do they uh, need a lot of rain, moisture? They, they need it at the right time. They don't need uh, a whole lot, but they just get it at the right time. Yeah. The timing gosh. is everything. When Hurricane Ida and Fred came through, they dropped about two inches on us each. That was perfect. Now, I know Tennessee got drowned and, and yeah. Virginia got drowned, but yeah. we got just exactly what we needed right there to, to make the pumpkins. Well, Ward, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to come up here. and We certainly thank you all. Thank yeah. you for being here at the market and promoting this wonderful state farmer's market. Here. It's yeah. beautiful down there. It is. All right. Thank you, Ward. <laughs> Ward Howell that howls uh, pumpkins here, and there are lots and lots of uh, vendors down there. It's such a neat. Bring the kids out of here to see this. Definitely, and I've always said there's a pumpkin for every budget, all shapes, all sizes, and various different colors, and we have vendors like Ward here. I'm from the mountains, and we have a lot of vendors here locally as well from Johnston County, Harnett County, um, that are growing their pumpkins, and like you said, it's a challenge. It's a challenging crop. just depends on um, when you get that rain and how much you get as to how your crop turns out, as it is with anything, but pumpkins are, are pretty temperamental um, little beast and um, getting them just the right way. And there's some varieties that grow a little bit better in different climates. So in the mountains, you may have some varieties that do a little better. Um, down here, we have a lot. You can see some of those great big ones out there in the trailer in the parking lot, which are probably majestic giants that grow really big. Or prize winners is another one um, that grow the really big pumpkins. And they do pretty well in this area. Um, I know earlier you were mentioning down Lake Wheeler Road, some of the vendors. Yeah. Um, the growers down there, and he's actually here. Um, Porter Farms is one of our vendors here. You know, he has that used to have that field you drive by, and just all those huge pumpkins oh, out know. there. Yeah. So um, they're they're a doozy to get loaded and um, to market though. <laughs> Takes a, a hefty um, load there to get them where they need to be. But we're so thankful for all of our growers. They work hard to to get their products here every single day, year round. Um, strawberries are being planted right now. That's something people don't think about. For next season so um our farmers never stop so they will plant plant those and there'll be row covers and mm -hmm. they'll uh gosh that's a lot to maintain 
for such a long period of time. Mm -hmm. it, it certainly is. Because um, April and May are, are the prime times sailing. for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. I posted a picture on our Facebook page yesterday of one of our farmers um, that was actually, like I say, in the field planting yesterday with the strawberries. And again, it's just one of those things you don't think about. How far? How long the farmer has to tend to that crop to get it to That's market? That's not. A, it's spring. really not an easy crop to grow either. Mm -mm. Just like pumpkins. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and so many crops are that way. Absolutely. I mean, yep. even thinking of poinsettias. Um, oh yes. You know, you used to stick your cuttings as soon as spring was over. So you know, mid June, July, you were you were doing your cuttings, and and same thing now. I mean, if you go into, uh, I was, I was at Myrtle Beach a couple of weeks ago, week before last. And uh, stopped at several nurseries, and um, you know, one of them was a grow facility, and they grew pumpkins and poinsettias. That, uh -huh. that those were the two crops. So if you mm -hmm. go in the greenhouse, see all these green poinsettias, just yeah. you know, yeah. thousands of them, and then outside were all their moms. Yeah. So they just rotate crops. That keeps them busy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a year-round thing yeah. from yeah. start to finish. All right, we'll, we'll uh, be back. Talk with uh, Steve in Goldsboro here on the WPTF. Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. There is uh, still a flash flood a warning for several areas uh, around us, including parts of Wake County. Uh, do drive carefully. Keep your eye on the radar and listen to WPTF. It's 1026. We're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Uh, we're back at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh with the Weekend Gardener. Been a big time out here. We've had such a good time. Come on out. Lots of pumpkins and vegetables and all you can eat at State Farmer's Market. And I guess the seafood market, uh, seafood restaurant is getting ready to open. And the, the market grill and there's... There's bread up there, freshly baked bread, and oh gosh, it's just too many things to talk about here. We'll we'll talk more about that with Monica coming up. But to your car, you know the seasons uh, changing. We we uh, certainly had a change today. We finally got some rain. Well, your car can deal with rain. Make sure your blades are okay. But you know, be proactive with the maintenance of your car, and and if not just your windshield wipers king's auto service can help you out a lot with that as the cold weather approaches and we we hope we will get some cold weather this year it's uh it's, it's time to check those belts and hoses and fluid levels uh, check those along with the antifreeze protection in your vehicle you don't want to wait until you you break a belt or or have a hose split or something like that check the tread depth on your vehicle that's changed a little bit over the over the years it's a little more conservative now I want to keep you safe for maximum handling and uh, control of your vehicle certainly uh, that's important with the winter weather but you gotta have good tires anytime king's auto service can help you with the preparation for that too many people are buying hybrid vehicles and if you have one, there are certified hybrid technicians at King's that are ready to diagnose anything that might be uh, come up with that battery system. Uh, high voltage battery pack can uh, last for, you know, 100,000 miles, 200,000 miles more. But at some point you'll have problems with them and you want to get a good replacement. And 
Call King's today to get a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service. King's Correct Lube. Easy to find in downtown Raleigh at 1039 Northwest Street. KingAutomotive.net. King's Automotive Service. And King's Correct Lube. Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Steve is in Goldsboro. Steve, thank you so much for your patience. How can we help you today? Good, good morning, folks. Got a question for you about a common weed that we have down east here called Lespedesia. It is driving me insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it seems to really uh, uh, flourish in these dry conditions that we've had. I know it has a long tap root. I, my question to the, the experts there today uh, would be, how does this weed propagate it? How does it spread? And what can we do chemically to remove it? Now, I've been using the cultural method, and I have filled up a wheelbarrow full of this weed going down and getting that long taproot. And I had a question about that. If you don't get the whole taproot, will it come back in the same place? But just have some questions about that. Any help? All right. Uh, seeds, I'm sure, uh, help well, out a lot in spreading it. Yeah, I mean... You know, it's interesting, um, you know, DOT uses it on the hillsides, those steep uh, embankments that they make because you can't just mow regular grass. So I guess it's a, a plus for some situations. And and uh, is yours the, um, the one that gets um, 10 inches tall or a little bit taller? Did he hang on? No, this, oh. this, this is flat on the ground. It, it, it spreads uh, horizontally. And it's on a centipede lawn, I might add. Okay, I think you're talking about the two-spotted spurge, not Lespedesia. Okay, it looks like the spurge. That, okay, I would, I'd accept that, sure. Yeah, uh, I have it everywhere in our nursery. If you can figure it out, let me know. Because, I mean, you just... <laughs> well, that's not very I know, comforting. You, I mean, it, it is a terrible weed, and, and it's always a problem this time of year, um, other than, you know, toxic chemically trying to spray it but yes the seeds scatter like crazy uh yes if you get the taproot or part of the taproot doesn't come up which it should after this rain um then it's not going to grow back from the taproot but if it has a taproot then it's it's had the ability to have seed and just touching the plant or when you pick it up um or go to pull it it's going to scatter more seeds for for next year so um that's how it use, spreads more yes, so than it yes. doesn't spread with rhizomes. Correct. It, yeah. yeah, it just it's got the tap root and then it'll just the seed just scatter. Now you could try a pre-emergent, which what I would say is applying um, end of early to mid June, uh, end of June, and as well again in um, in late August. Uh, Do you have a, any recommendations? Particular. I would I have to. I would have to check and see uh, if that would be on the list for Dimension, um, which which is a product that that I prefer or I like. Um, and I would I think that it probably would be a good pre-emergent. So um, I've heard of one called Confront. Confront, um, yeah, I've not used that. Um, I've used a few others, but just been sticking to the dimension lately and it's just a matter of like i say the timing and preventing that seed and it should it should be listed on the label uh that that it would have uh, i mean a lot of things on the label that we don't read but one of them is what it it 
would take care of. Right, right. I have read that compacted soil, it thrives in that, and I did not aerate my yard this year, so that kind of fit of help, you know, has made yeah. a difference as well. True that, true that. Yeah. Well, make that centipede happy. That will help, too. <laughs> yeah. But, Is Rufus still there today? Yeah, he's yeah. here. I'm, he's, I'm, he, he's not a lawn man. I'm, I'm here talking about, thinking about the, the Lespedeza that I have that's ornamental and it's about six feet tall. And probably flowering now, purple. And, it, yeah. and it's flowering purple and pink. Yeah. And I love it, and it doesn't spread, of course. Yeah. Well, I have that, to send you mine. Hey, Rufus, on a lighter note, I have a copy of the Constitution, a little pocket copy. Every time I look at that, I think about you and the president. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so here, I need a copy of that. You know, Rufus, I think a lot of people in Washington need a copy of that Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a little mischievous thing I did, and it was I, I have a fond memory of that. And they took it all right down there. And I, I said, I, I've, I've heard it said that you folks need one of these served on you, too. <laughs> it might want to, the president might want to read it. Okay. Well, I, do you get a lot of rain uh, in Goldsboro? Oh yes, we have. I, not quite as much as in Raleigh, a good three inches or so. I would, I would, I would guess. Wow. Yeah, it just came on us. We were supposed to get all this to kind of spread, spread out during out. the week, but it it all came in one blast today. So. Well, I just put down some new sod in some repair areas and installed some plants. So it's been a great, great, uh, great for us here. All right. Well, let us let us know about that Les Mediza. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, e- even, though, even though it's Spurge. Oh, I mean Spurge. Yeah, yeah. Spurge. Two spurge you know, spurge. That, that reminds me of Spurgeon Hyder, who used to work, work at the Market <laughs> News Service. Did you know Spurgeon? I wonder if it's, you rank his, um, his parents named him after that plant. <laughs> Spurgeon Hyder. Because it's a pain in the butt. Uh, he was from the mountains. He was well, from somewhere up in the mountains. The head so. of the housing authority here in Raleigh used to name, be named Spurgeon. I didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? Hey, uh, let's go, before we take a break, let's go to Janet and Carrie. Janet, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> oh, hey, you're, you're hired. Especially after this rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Well, it's been a great morning here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you, you make it that way. Well, well, thank you. I really have a question about my calla lilies um, that I've only had like a year. But um, I had several blooms, and three of them um, I didn't pick, and they fell down, and they're full of like seeds or something. And the rest of the stem was dead, and so I brought them in the house because I didn't want the squirrels to eat them. But is that something I can plant, or, or do I put it in the compost pile? <laughs> I mean, collect the seed and try to uh, try to sow them next year, absolutely. Oh, what, what do, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I've got my... Yeah, uh, collect them and, and sow them next year. Yeah. Oh, so don't do anything, take them in the house and let them kind of dry out? Just let the seed, yeah, pods or seeds dry and Absolutely. That, that's uh, traditionally what we do with a lot of seeds. Uh, let them dry out, Rufus, and that we want to oh, sow later. I, I, I have a habit, if I don't know what the thing, things will grow from seed or not, just to try it. Yeah. Just for the heck of it. It's fun to do. Yeah. And I love a calla lily. I think they they got the most beautiful form. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. they're just sensational. Do they? <clears throat> um, so when do I plant them? And I'll put the whole pod in one 
spot or sprinkle them around or um you'll sprinkle them around and you'll probably do that in late april um, most calla lilies are propagated by bulbs so the bulbs will have you know divisions or the bulbs will get uh different eyes to them or larger but um but certainly uh seed will work too it just might take uh, an extra year uh, <laughs> okay yeah. all right well um and so just put it just lightly under the dirt in late april yes ma'am when we get when we get nice and you know soil start warming up and just sort of scratch up your soil yeah. scatter them and then throw a little dusting of soil on top okay all right well um they probably won't grow, but I, if they, there was a possibility, I wanted to try. <laughs> well, let us yeah, know because I, I would like to know. Absolutely, they'll grow. Yep. Okay. Well, listen. Well, thank you so much for your program. We really enjoy it. Make thank it, you so much for okay. being a part of it, Janet. <laughs> thank you. Yes, ma'am. Take care. Bye. Bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF from the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. It's 1048. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And we made every attempt to run it into the ground today, but we didn't really succeed. And I don't think, I guess we'll be back next week. If you didn't get a chance to uh, hear the, the whole show, and we're, we're pretty close to the end, you can uh, go online, you can subscribe to uh, Google podcasts or apple podcasts or any number of them Podbean is is one of them and you can get the uh, wptf weekend gardener podcast which means uh the whole show each hour comes out and and you'll uh, get a note you can get a notification of that and uh, love for you to listen to that you can listen online anywhere uh you want to this morning or any saturday morning uh, online at WPTF.com or uh, there are any number of ways you can you can listen to radio online. So uh, Miss Monica is with us. Monica, thank you again for having us out here. We always have a good time. Yes, we're always tickled to have you. We really are. And just such a, just hate the weather's not a little bit better than yeah, for folks, been, it'd be more convenient for people yes. to come out, but it's, you know, everything's undercover That's right, right here. And we've stayed dry, just, and it's actually slacked off right now. I don't even know if it's raining any, so. I think it's more to the east of us yeah. uh, right now, but uh, a lot of it's, you know, it's it's coming from the south, what we're getting right now. And there'll be uh, probably more rain tonight. We'll uh, check right. that forecast, listen to WPTF, we'll keep you updated on that and uh, a reminder that that you can come out and get plenty of pumpkins and apples and definitely definitely um great place to come shop and of course we're here this weekend but we're here seven days a week and we have a great selection of vendors every day and um if you're looking for anything fall really you can come out and find it here at the market if you're trying to do a fall display in your yard with pumpkins and mums and wheat straw uh corn stalks indian corn gourds all that stuff we have it right here um at the market mums um we have beautiful mums available we have small ones we have big ones and anything in between 
pansies. Um, you can buy them in bedding plant trays, um, like six packs, or you can buy potted ones. And we do have um, a great selection of shrubbery. Um, great time to start planting right now. And after this rain, I would say next week would be an awesome time to get out and, and do some planting um, shrubbery and trees. We have some beautiful succulents as well, as far um, and as long as well as a few um, herbs still left or hanging around, and perennials also. Your uh, your daughter has uh, has had quite a busy year or so, <laughs> hasn't she? <laughs> she Maggie, has. come over here, please. She, is, she stays busy. She keeps us going. Hooks, you can come over too. I know you were talking to her. You can come over here and run your mouth if you want to. Eighty two. Uh, but M Maggie, uh, you you have been, uh, is it a queen or a princess? Both. I Both? Guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was Little Miss Benson 2019-2021. Yeah. Oh, you got two-year reign? Because of COVID. Oh, okay. Well, weren't you lucky? So how many appearances did you make, you think? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any studying done during that period of time? No. You didn't? <laughs> yeah. Did you did? Well, didn't study a bit. She <laughs> just winged it. Yeah. So uh, that that uh, Monica, that was a busy time for for Stephen and all of you. It was. It kept us busy, and um, it's one of those things. If you're from around Johnston County or the Benson area, um, meal days, of course, is a big thing. Um, people know it from all over, everywhere. People come from everywhere, really, to it from all different states. And um, being Little Miss Benson is quite an honor, actually. So um, she's blessed to be that for two years, and um, she enjoyed every minute of it. So were you, were you in two Mule Days uh, parades? <laughs> No, no, because the second Mule Days, we didn't have it uh -huh. because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, okay. But you still did two. But you had a yeah. good one. The year I won, I kissed the mule. Did you, did you wave like this? I waved like, like a the normal queen wave. Of the, okay, like the Queen of England. Did the, <laughs> mule, did the mule kiss you back? Yes, one time I went in to kiss it, and the mule, like, came at me, and I tried to get away, but That's because you're failed. so sweet. <laughs> You just smell sweet to well, them. Maggie, so. let me tell you what happened to me one time in Benson at the Mule Day Parade. I was the judge of Little Miss Benson, along, oh, along with the uh, news reporter Dennis Rogers. <laughs> and uh, Did y'all get out of town alive? Well, I guess you this did. Is, I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> uh, we chose the, the person that we thought was the best Miss Little Benson. And as I was walking out of the room, this woman hit me with her purse. <laughs> She whacked me, and she said, "You." Were you were you attorney general at that time? Oh yes, I was. Where were your bodyguards? <laughs> and and I said, "What what what is this?" She said, "You should have chosen my daughter. You s o b q r s t u b." And I said, "Don't hit me I again." I think you just spelled barbecue. I think you sure. just did. Uh, how about that? Well, it is it's kind of a, a situation, but I think everybody should have agreed that Maggie should have been Miss uh, Little Miss Benson. Yeah, I think we would all agree with that. Uh, Maggie, uh, you're in the fourth grade? Yes, sir. What's your teacher's name? Miss Savato. Is she nice? Yes, Careful. I like her. <laughs> okay, good. Good. <laughs> all right, well, what else do you do besides, we only have a little bit of time here, what else do you do besides uh, your reign as, as Miss Little Benson I and play study? Well, <laughs> I play softball and I dance at Alicia's. Uh-huh. What kind of dance? Ballet? I clog. 
You clog, ah. of course. You know, my sweet Melissa, my yeah. wife, is a, a clogger. So uh, she's done that for a long time, so, but uh, oh. not professionally. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. For joining us uh, here. Yeah, okay. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And we're all, we, we love your mother so and your daddy and, and your brother. You don't get to see your brother much anymore. Is that good? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. All right. That, Monica, that sister brotherly love, you know. Thank you for having us out. Yes, thank you for coming out. We enjoy having you, and everybody come see us and support all of our farmers. Uh, Nelson, we're, we're going to see you in a couple of weeks at the, at the Garden Hut. Do you got anything special going on today? We actually have a meet and greet for um, uh, Brian Haynes, who's running for commissioner. So folks oh, okay. are welcome to, to come in and meet uh, him. And um, and I believe he's going to have some food out there, barbecue, that oh, type of thing. Oh, very good. Very and, good. And, um, you know, we're just going to go with the flow today. All right. Well, Brother Rufus, you take care, my friend. We'll uh, see you next week. I'm not sure where we're going to be. Where are we going to be in the studio or the State Fair? Or, or the Wine Festival. Or in wine, uh, uh, Cucamonga. <laughs> or, I don't know if the Wine Festival next week or the week after. Oh, is it next week? Okay, we might be there instead. I have know. a dress, we'll travel. All right, we will be there. And uh, have a dress. You know, we <laughs> thanks well, to the folks at the farm. Some high heels to go with that dress. Yeah. That came out. I think we better leave. Give uh, me the location, and I'll be there. Take care of yourself, everybody, and take care of your friends. We love you. We'll see you next week on the Weekend Gardener. Go pack. <laughs>